Dust off your berets, Emily and Paris lovers. The escapist rom-com sensation will return to Netflix on December 22nd. Life in Paris is filled with adventures and challenges as Emily faces winning over her work colleagues, making friends, and navigating new romances and the idiosyncrasies of French life. This podcast is brought to you by Netflix Garbage and Emily in Paris Season 2. You know, I have to say, this whole behind-the-scenes thing was actually a great idea, Bumblebee. Oh, thanks, babes. Did you want to, maybe we should do like a little introduction thing. We can do it as like video content. Fine. Uh, This is a studio. I use their website, studios.com, to book a room, and now we're here. But yeah, I can you punch it up just a little, make it exciting? Well, this is Luke, and he used to go to band camp, and he used to play the trombone, and probably still does. And now he is going to go into a room and talk about mental health, because he's so relevant. You know what, sure, I'll do the intro, and I will... I'm super pumped to get back into the studio, and these are some of my favourite rooms to record in. (laughs) Now, we're just going to head over into this room. This is my favourite room to use. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can uh, what? be. Oh, sorry. Wrong studio. Sorry. Uh, oh, hey, Tom? Luke. Oh. Kyle? Mikey? What is... What are you guys doing here? Um, we're just recording a little, you know? Recording a little. Yeah. Great. A, a reunion? Uh, oh, my God. This is so awkward. Yeah, that's really cool, guys. It's so cool that we're all here. I mean, did you guys, I just want to ask, did you guys get someone to replace me? Oh, this is, um... The scene's evolved a lot, Luke. We actually just asked Troy Savan if he'd like to fill in. Yeah, Troy, this is Luke. Hi, I've been so excited to do this, like, all week. Well, I'm here, so this is actually just perfect. Troy, you can go record an EP with Ariana or whatever about bottoming. Um, fair enough. And I'll just get set up over here, so... You know, there's space for me. Excuse me. Oh my god, you're so embarrassing. Uh, uh, great. All right. Well, um, I'll call you later, Troy. Thanks so much, guys. Let's get started then. Hopping along, singing a song, talking to folks about what's going on. From my pond to yours, the lily pad. This week we are rejoined by three of my podcast pals, uh, Mikey, Kyle, and Tom, who uh, we all used to record a little Melbourne-based podcast called The Gays Are Revolting Together. So welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, Thanks hey. for having us. Thank you for coming on. It's, 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 it's weirdly familiar. Yeah. You know, but it feels slightly different. It's kind of like getting back together with an ex. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, a bad ex or a good ex. (laughs) They're usually, but you know, when you're like, Like, did we dump you or did you dump us? (laughs) I remember this dick, but it feels different. And I'm not going to tell my friends that I did it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I already know it's a bad idea. What people probably don't realize is, is we used to meet every week. Mm. For like almost for like two 10 years, 10 years, <laughs> every week we would meet up, have a beer, spend like the previous 24 hours cramming 
Yeah. For the episode. <laughs> 10 minutes cramming. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes for Kyle. In the and then session. record for like an hour, sometimes hour plus, you know, depending on if we were feeling it or not. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know what it's, what it's been like for you all since we've stopped having that. It, it was like part of our routine. It's like... Mm going to you know it's like yeah, not going to work or... while you were saying that Luke I was just thinking it's crazy now post covid well during covid to think of seeing people every week like on yeah. such a regular basis yeah yeah it's so weird mm. it's like we had that whole like for, for the last like year or whatever of us doing the podcast it was like in lockdown so That's it's it, yeah. we were robbed off that time together just meeting up every week and everything mm. and we were very physical Oh my you know, god! That's yeah. what I would take for granted. Yeah, it was just physical comedy up. for an audio. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, let me touch your face a little. Let yeah. me let me sip some of what you're sipping, babe. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. Just like open mouth kissing during. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you do you ever miss that vibe of um, having so? Even though it was stressful sometimes. You yeah. Know, oh, yeah. You know. yeah. I was I was gonna say like I definitely miss hanging out with you guys every single week and catching up, but I do not miss. <laughs> like stressing and cramming yeah the topic it was like especially the ones that you don't really like when yeah. you're just like oh i don't really have anything to say about this i'm just gonna like riff <laughs> off some facts about something but no i miss it and i don't at the same yeah. time i think obviously some recording days were better than others and yeah mm. it was really nice when we had those like really good days when we were all like really switched on and just vibing off each other mm. and had like good topics to talk about but totally. yeah it was it was a bit harder at the end when we we're trying mm. to navigate through a pandemic as well as like do this homework and like yeah that's the thing kyle i think i definitely miss it i definitely miss yes. not just seeing you guys but also like it was really good to be meeting a lot of the people that we met yeah, mm. yeah. stuff um uh, learning about new things that i didn't know about within the community and that sort of thing um which i definitely miss but that doesn't mean i necessarily regret the, the decision that we took because i just yeah. don't think we had the mental capacity in a Absolutely. pandemic to keep like the amount of work that went into that. And that's on top yeah. of, you know, we all had day jobs exactly. and other commitments as well. There was no way that we could continue committing that amount of time when we were in the city that turned out to be the most locked down city in the world. In the that's fucking it. world. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely didn't see that coming, did we? No, we were no. just sitting with our microphones being like, maybe we'll be back in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> maybe soon. <laughs> Do you know what I use? Those cram sessions before we recorded is like something I remember quite uh, vividly you know mm. it's like a smell memory you can remember yeah it. yeah so our producer used to put those topics together and i i remember when my like what mikey mentioned if there was ever a topic i could kind of pick oh this is like a tom topic mm, yeah you know or like <laughs> I, I, the royal family we'll just let him go to town <laughs> you know there was always like a kind of team vibe in that you would know like oh this is a a Luke topic or this is a Tom topic so mm. I can like cram a little less for that because I know yeah this yeah. other person has that covered yeah um but there were definitely episodes where I think they were nobody's topics maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we would have a beer and like rock up and be like so who's gonna be like yeah. who's gonna be the vibe this week <laughs> <laughs> who's the sacrificial lamb that we're throwing <laughs> I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about, Luke. I've studied. <laughs> yeah, if you could wake up. <laughs> Tom's actually not joking. Tom will come into the, the studio full laptop. 
Oh my yeah, god. Set up yeah. next printed out it. notes <laughs> from his fax machine. <laughs> he had his yeah, fax machine notes. He was he was a prepared yeah. podcaster. Oh, is anyone else feeling like it's time for a ciggy break? What? Seriously? We just started. What are you talking about? Okay, well, I just have to say I'm not feeling like I'm being heard in this space right now. Not this fucking shit again. This is really good. Um, Keep going, keep going. You do this all the time when we would record. Well, you know what, Carl? You have not changed at all. This, this feels exactly like it used to. We didn't even invite you, Luke. And to be honest, I'm still a little bit upset about that catfish account that you set up using my photo. I took it. I took it down. That's not fair to bring that I up. Use the ones where I was in granny drag. I took it down and I said sorry. Look, time out, Bumblebee. So when I say that, that means you can't keep using the audio. Okay, time out. That means cut. Okay. Okay, sure, Luke. You can't use this. Cut means end of episode. But time out. Cut. Time out. Means. Time out. Don't use this. I won't. God. Bitch, just go have your cigarette. Oh, sorry. Out of all of the topics that we did do, um, the Tom topics, the Mikey topics, and things like that, is there one? Um, it doesn't have to be historical. It could be something that's happened recently. Is there one that you wish we had discussed on the show or could do if if oh, we were oh. to? Mm. Mm. Pretty good question. Thank you, Tom. I mean, we could have covered survival skills at the start of uh, the pandemic, yeah. but we didn't know. Yeah, we're not the experts we are now. <laughs> <laughs> we really needed to survive. Like, that was just like, yeah. oh, I want to watch on Netflix while you're in London. Yeah, like, haha, yeah. this is so novel. It'll be yeah. over soon. <laughs> Your entire industry's falling apart and you're not going to have any money from the government. Yeah. Um, so I guess that would be something to be, it would be interesting to, to look at now. What else? I mean, that was one of the, the difficult things as well as the, like a lot of the topics we talked about were current events happening on the Yeah, there's nothing happening. And the entire world queer scene shut down. Um, mm. So there was no, whilst there was like how people are dealing with that sort of stuff at home, there wasn't really, oh my God, did you hear what so-and-so did at whatever yeah. time or something like that. Mm. Exactly. There was not going to be another poof toof type <laughs> scenario. <laughs> Burgundy pants. <laughs> <laughs> You know, one one thing that's happened recently, which mm. when I read about it, I was like, this is a total gazer revolting topic, is the Dave Chappelle Netflix Oh, yeah. Special. Oh, my God, yeah. I don't even know what that's about still. <laughs> I don't so we story. should do an episode. You yeah. th- see, this is why you need a producer to send it to you with like, <laughs> yeah, <all> research yeah. <laughs> links. <laughs> yeah. That stood out to me as one that we would definitely For sure. have covered. Yeah. Mm. Or the Royals Oprah interview for Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a big one. I recorded yeah. an episode about that just just for me to listen to back at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marky, do you have any wish topics? You know what though? I really love the Kardashians. And when we spoke about the Kardashians <laughs> that one time, I was like, oh my God. So probably the end of the Kardashians for oh, me. <laughs> oh, I would have nothing to contribute to that. <laughs> like I would <laughs> I, I can't even name them right. Had. I always get confused between Chloe and Courtney. There were some pretty cool moments last summer, I think, where the rest of the world was in lockdown and, and Australia seemed to be the only place, uh, Australia and New Zealand that was open. And remember like Gaga had 
dropped some new God, albums. Yes. And played all the clubs in. Um, that was amazing. Yeah. We got some good music. Yeah. By every like queer celebrity around the world. Yeah. So, oh my God, I wish I was in Australia. They've probably deleted those tweets now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I miss, I miss being the cool kids and now we're just like the boogers. Yeah. <laughs> we also missed almost the entire run of our first Down Under drag race. Drag race. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah that would be huge. Yeah, we no viewing parties think, or anything. I think we did one just before, mm. like when they announced the cast, yeah. but it hadn't actually aired yet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I we, thought it was fantastic. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, Luke's gonna have some opinion, and I'm gonna uh, be incorrect, and I will stand up <laughs> and explain to me why. But I'm, sh- I, my opinion is it was fantastic. Uh, it could have been so much better. Yeah, it could have it been garbage. <laughs> I mean, it, it was fine. Exactly. First season, it's sort of just like, let's just see what happens and figure it out. Yeah. And also, like, they had to use, like, local editors. Like, they didn't bring over all the people that they would have brought over. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. The editing scene, everyone was complaining about the editing, but it's like, who's clearly standing 10 metres away from the queens and then yeah. being edited to look closer together. So, of course, it's going to be weird editing and stuff. Mm. I don't know. I, I really genuinely thought that those queens did a really amazing job there's, the, the show was problematic. Like, don't get me wrong. That, that <laughs> yeah. we have discussed, the casting was very problematic and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But the show itself, I mean, I thought the Queen's, um, some of those looks, some of Karen from Finance's looks on the, yeah. on the carpet were some of the best looks I think that we've ever seen on a runway. Um, very stylized, very fashion, very cool. Look at me being the Love one. Love it. Right? Yeah, you're, did, and Just two years ago, there. you were like, nah, never watching it. Don't like it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, yeah I just wish th- I wish the budget was higher. The whole set looked like it was yeah. made from a Fruit Loops box. Like, it was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I wish it had some of the bowls that I know the Australian drag scene has to like mm. really yes. kind of take a stance on some. It, it kind of felt like you know let's let's chuck in a moment about blackface here, mm. but not. I know people. We all know people in the local scene that would go to town on someone if they oh, you yeah. know what i mean like yeah, it just felt yeah. a little watered down for my tastes yeah but that is also the nature of like reality tv at the yeah. moment people are so hyper aware of production and editing and how the world reacts to opinions mm-hmm. that reality tv is kind of less of that reality that we know and it's it's i i watched the whole thing i uh, i think the right queen won and yeah, yeah, I think it, that was a really lovely ending. And I'm very excited that they're doing another season, and I hope that that season maybe they look at some of the issues. I hope it gets the season two treatment of the UK, and we yes. get a really good season two. Yeah. <laughs> I think they've addressed the fundamental issue there is by having open auditions. Yeah, yeah, they've addressed my key issue with season one, which was just a problematic casting. Really, mm-hmm. I can overlook weirdly zoomed in confessionals and <laughs> some sound issues you know like that's fine to me like if you're starting from a point of like problematic casting it's hard mm-hmm. for me to get past that yeah. you know do a sherry pie just like cut around that person yeah <laughs> <laughs> i completely <laughs> forgot about that wow that was yeah. that was some good editing <laughs> i guess another exciting thing happened in the last um couple of years is the victorian pride center launched Mm. very briefly in between the, the last yes. episodes. Um, but I think that's a, a pretty amazing thing that we probably would have been great to be if we were still in the show, you know, have some people in from 
the Absolutely. about what they're mm. doing and, and that sort of amazing stuff. The decriminalization of sex work in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Amazing. We would have we would have hit that. We could have been talking. Yeah. God, there is quite a bit. <laughs> this is actually just me propagandering you guys. <laughs> <laughs> to, to decide see look guys see, there's plenty see, of there's stuff things there. to talk about <laughs> i got braces we can talk about that i, I did say that yeah. did you? wait who got tom's got braces oh during the break last year i was doing oh really comedy shows yeah like nasty queen i'm suspicious that it's someone that we are all familiar with but i can tell you about that when we're not recording oh yeah the anonymous queen sent me all these nasty tweets on twitter with close-ups of my teeth cropped out <gasps> my own photos that from my own photos from social media he like zoomed in on my teeth and, oh. and like posted photos of them at me what? and just saying really nasty stuff about my looks and wow it's so nice when gays oh. look each other up yeah was it like an alt account like yeah a zero but, follower yeah but they'd use the account they'd started a blog on Twitter years earlier, they obviously had this login for this Twitter account. Mm. They started years earlier. That was going to be like their date, their dating life in Sydney. Did two tweets and then like gave up on it, and then years later logged back into this account to send me these tweets. That was the only activity. Uh, I would take pride in that. I so, am the reason. <laughs> there's like two things that motivated this person to get on Twitter. One is their dating life and me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, you're that important to that person's. Also, finding an old password for an old social media account is a community. Oh, that yeah, they they put in the effort <laughs> just for you. Do you remember when we used to read each other? Oh, I was horrible <laughs> at that. That just reminded too me. Nice. <laughs> Always too nice. Yeah, you, Luke, you just had them ready to ramble off you. Must yeah, you just you gave them. <laughs> <laughs> I've already thought of like three since we've started recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, save those for later. Let me get my old Twitter. You record password. those on your own after you've hung up on us. <laughs> so we can't retaliate. It's a well-known fact that people of color are some of the most creative and innovative people in the world. And that just doesn't seem that fair. Am I white? So grab yourself a slice of that pie with exploit. Our app, which collates undiscovered POC talent in your field, fashion, music, dance, art, drag, and makes the slightest of adjustments ready for you to appropriate their work as your own. Even better, as your clout grows, their opportunities for success diminish. There's basically no risk. What about cancel culture, I hear you say? Well. Our recent studies show that if you're white, the worst you can expect is a few months off social media before you're back on your feet. Our app also comes with pre-prepared apology statements in a number of handy formats. A teary Instagram story, or perhaps a vague Twitter post is more your style. We've got you covered. Why put in the work, stupid, when you can exploit? Continuing the theme of speaking about topics, Mm Is there a topic that we did do back in the day that you've mm-hmm. flip-flopped your opinion on? Because sometimes we got pretty feisty and, and pretty strong in our views, but a lot of time has passed, you know. Is there any that you go, oh, I wish I could do a retake of that because oh. I know more as a person mm. or... or- I don't think so. Like, I feel I like think so. I don't really <laughs> remember a lot of what we spoke yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Well. I was like, what did we even talk about for like three years? <laughs> but I feel like everything that I said on the show, I would still stand by now. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Beyonce is still trash. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I hope that there's stuff that we talked about that I did. I can't see nothing springing to mind basically, but we talked about a lot and it's been a while now since we started doing it. And I, and I hope I'm the kind of person. And I, and I think that the culture Mm. we're trying to create with the podcast Mm. is about learning and and educating yourself. things change over mm. time and that we need to try and stay abreast of it. So I'm sure that there are things that we talked about and I, I hope that I'm still f- as flexible as, as I think I am when it comes to those sorts of opinions that I would be willing to, to admit that I have changed my opinion on, on stuff if I have, but I can't think of any specific yeah. topics. <laughs> For me, it's gay marriage. <laughs> I'm back. Little, nah, nah. nah. That was a um, bad idea. <laughs> uh, for me, it's um the koala mattress. It's actually oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> we can badmouth our sponsors now. Yeah, wow. I've had so many people be like, they are horrible mattresses. I can't believe. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. I, I was joking, but actually, no. <laughs> oh, really? I'm that good. Oh, no. Do you guys listen back to our episodes? No, <laughs> I haven't <Never>. yet. I, mean, <laughs> I did when they were coming out. I haven't, mm. like I would listen yeah. to it when it came out, but I haven't gone back and listened to it just for the nostalgia of your voice, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> that is what I'm asking. Next no, question I've is- one of those Build-A-Bears with your voice recorded in, that I pull a string on when Aww. I go to bed. And <laughs> you pull the string and it just goes, racism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just you reading it, it's five different reads, my favorite read. <laughs> yeah. yep. I didn't listen to this show while we were doing it. So sometimes I think, oh, maybe my perception of this thing is so different from the reality that it mm. makes me want to go listen. Sherry Pied you, you were actually never really. <laughs> and that's also <laughs> what I'm thinking. We just invite you each time, but you weren't actually yeah, there. <laughs> Part of me too is like, I should actually go see what these, if these girls did me dirty for yeah. all those years. I would probably, if I was going to listen to one, it would probably be some of our live episodes yeah to reminisce (laughs) reminisce speaking of Mm. my god i like unintentionally created quite a good flow here yeah (laughs) Uh, what what was everyone's favorite memory of our time together (laughs) i think my favorite one of my favorite memories of um speaking of live shows is kind of like that moment when we were like peeking through the curtains before we started and just seeing like all the amount of people that kind of turned up for us, which was kind of like a really validating experience to like know that that many people kind of believed in what we were doing and like the kind of sense of community that we had people turn up for us. Mm. So that was like a really cool little like nice memory, I think. (laughs) It's always nice seeing that amount of homosexuality in one one space. I know, I miss it. Oh God. When you see that many faggots together, you're like... This is a good yeah. vibe, you know, yeah. you can feel it in there. It's like static electricity or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did it for such a long time and Carl, I hope this, this doesn't sound condescending. I don't mean it to sound Here condescending. Here we go. <laughs> but it was really beautiful to watch your connection to community evolve throughout oh, yeah. the course of, of the um, of the podcast because no, totally. even at admittance at the start, you, you didn't, you know, you hadn't experienced a lot of um, connection with Let's say anyone outside of Poofdorf. No. <laughs> I remember us taking you to, to the 86 for the first time to see Hunter yeah. Pinto and then yeah. you went to Granny Bingo and we went to like a, a Midsummer and all that sort of stuff. Totally. Um, I think being, I experienced you know, a lot of different queer things while uh, during our podcast time. Yeah. 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 
Um, and, so, and also just the way that like sometimes, you know, when we first started, we'd have a, a guest come in that might talk about fisting and just seeing your jaw. Talk about these like extreme things that you hadn't heard of. But then by the end of it, you know, people would be coming in and talking about that stuff and you wouldn't bat an eyelid and you were totally comfortable with it. And It used to be like playing PlayStation or something. I remember getting into the studio and being like, today I'm going to talk about the time a guy pissed in my eyes and I liked it. You know, just, <laughs> you know, just to be like, I want to cut and I'm going to just make unwavering eye contact with Kyle the entire time. I turned time. away to look. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, like, speaking about all that, like, do you guys feel like you're losing touch with, like, your queerness? Because you're just, like, because we're being so separated from... Yeah, I feel like I am like we're just our queer space. It's like just not being in queer spaces and stuff, mm. and just being so isolated. And like, I've started a new role with work, and I'm like the only gay in the village there, and it's so weird, like to be in such a straight environment, and it's yeah. like you get no kind of reprieve during weekends or anything with gay people. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like 260 something days we've all been in lockdown for. Mm. And that's not even the real number because when like that's days of strict lockdown. Yeah. A couple of months afterwards, the bars and clubs can't reopen anyway. So really, if we're going to talk about lockdown, lockdown, lock out of our community, it's probably 365 days of the last two years. For sure. um, That we haven't been able to go and connect and all that sort of stuff. And absolutely, Mm -hmm. I agree with you, Kyle. I definitely feel that there's something sort of missing from my life at the moment. And, you know, it's lovely to do these sorts of things where you're on Zoom chat, yeah. but we all know that that doesn't have the same kind of connection. <laughs> no. Holding someone's hair back while they're throwing up in the toilets. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And dick. you've got such nice long hair to hold back now, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I've found like, because we haven't been able to go out or like see drag shows or have that physical connection, I've had to find what defines my queerness like, internally like what it means to me and how i express it myself Mm. to myself kind of thing do you know what i mean if if i don't have these really like uh external queer things to express my Mm. sexuality and and my connection to my uh identity how do i do that at home myself and what are what are the things at home that make me who i am and i think that's been interesting but it's also like you know, I think that's why in lockdown you've seen a lot of people starting to explore their gender expression as well, mm-hmm. or like how uh, you know how they present themselves. Because without that, you have to look internally and go, "What's my connection to queer culture and and like the queer community when I can't physically go out and do it? There's got to be something inside me that is that, you know? Mm. Yeah. And even just a bit more time to ask the question of who am I really? I guess. Yeah. Hmm. And sometimes for me, it was a horrifying time. (laughs) (laughs) Mikey, what was your favorite podcast memory? Um, I was thinking about it. And I think when I think back about the podcast and like my favorite moment from the whole thing was really the first time we all met in that audition. Like that, (laughs) that is the one memory that always sticks out to me. And like just thinking about how magical that moment was. And how shit the other like... people were. <laughs> there were. Some real boots in that room. <laughs> some real clangers. Um, I love that Marky's me- favorite memory is like the very first day and nothing. Because <laughs> yeah, he, he was in Bali for the rest of it. <laughs> Two years after that. Because nope. Southeast Asia. Ooh, I love it. I think my favorite episode that we ever did and my favorite memory is like ironically the one that never got 
released because there was like an audio <gasps> Adelaide up. episode. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Adelaide yeah. episode. That was our most exclusive content ever. <laughs> we did this live show in Adelaide, which was my hometown. So I think I was extra rambunctious oh. and would had yeah. I, I think we'd had had a bit to drink, or at least I had. And because you and I sat in the pub and had a couple of yeah, you guys always drank a lot during this live show. So <laughs> yeah. I like to be more be late for notes now, Kyle. You could have <laughs> if you're concerned about someone, say something, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was my favorite one because the vibe was mm. just like it was an amazing vibe. Yeah, it was good, and everyone was so nice in the audience. We had a great guest, and like it was cool. And it was like forty degrees. Mm. It was like so oh hot, but yeah. people still turned up. When we all went out, and that was really fun. It wasn't part of the podcast. It was part of the podcast experience, but it wasn't live. But like when all when all of us went out to um, Mary's Poppin, that was a great. Night. Oh yeah, yeah. Now it's even more of my favorite because I remember that night. <laughs> There's like one, Mikey, there was the one like gay club in the city yeah. in Adelaide at the time has this dancing pole in the <laughs> middle of the dance floor. Do you remember this, Tom? Yeah, I like don't a- remember who I went home with. That's how I remember trips around Australia. <laughs> <laughs> but these gays were like going to town on that pole. I think I saw the like, videos. Two yeah. of them started having like a dance-off battle oh on it. So <laughs> and we were like the jaded past it gays that were just like kind of drinking, smoking and watching it all unfold. Yeah. And then I remember Carl and I looked over and the guy was like, it was maybe hours later. He was sort of like collapsed in the corner. Do you remember oh that, Carl? Charging yeah. his phone off. Like oh, a, he was just defeated. Plug, uh, <laughs> yeah. And we were drinking this Long Island iced teas. Yes, oh, with... Yeah. Yeah. Was it Wounds? Was that the... Yeah, who's the redhead um, yeah. queen? Wounds. She was such a riot to drink with. Yeah. She was doing like... She was a lot of fun. Clang, clang, clang with the trolley. Yeah. <laughs> well, she was Show the tunes. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a Gazer Revolting episode if um, Tom didn't plug something. Like to open up the floor to everybody. Does anyone have anything <laughs> exciting that they'd like to uh, promote or share with with our listeners that people can check into? This is some shaking heads. Uh, <laughs> 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 Granny Bingo, go see Granny Bingo. Mm, go get you... vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> We're also bringing back our comedy festival show, an intimate evening with Granny Bingo, two nights at Midsummer Festival. Love it. And Kyle, how is your YA novel coming along? Kyle is yeah. uh, currently <laughs> writing his first it's, young adult novel. Mm. Yeah. He shared yeah, me. It'll come out to um, a bookstore near you. <laughs> Isn't it called The Stinky Sword? It's about stinky sword. A guy it's with the a stinky really pork sword. Stinelli sword, and but he's the yeah. chosen one, and it's kind of magic. Well, yeah. I'm so you know, we've all been saying it's important to learn how to do new things and that sort of stuff in lockdown. Yes. And Kyle, I'm so impressed that you learned how to write. Did <laughs> <laughs> I learn how to read? English is tricky, Tom. Don't make fun. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, thank you all for for joining me on the pod. Um, I wish we could have met under nicer circumstances than me crashing your reunion and um, have fun. Um, your no future worries. endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you the best. Bye. 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 <laughs> That actually harmonized a little bit. <laughs> okay, let's wrap this up, Bumblebee. Um, 
Sorry, just quickly, can you just check if Troy is still around? Why? Garasho. Maybe we could squeeze in a quick interview with him. We've been here for three hours, Luke. He's definitely gone. Well, maybe we can try. You've. Can we try messaging him again? Luke, he has definitely blocked your number and now my number, but sure. I would love to hear that dial tone one more time. It's just a beautiful fucking sound. Thank you. If you could do that, I appreciate it. Thanks, Bumblebee. Yeah. You're welcome, babe.